name is Osai, and on this podcast, I explore culture, society, and humanity from the perspective of Africans, home and abroad. This episode is an excerpt from the Love Languages conversation. This time, we focus on how our love languages show up in religion. In this case, we discuss Christianity. However, a much more philosophical and spiritual conversation ensues. So I think there is something here, no matter your creed or religion. Enjoy the show. something like what about with okay. you know with with god right we talk about you know relationships we talk about friends and family what about like mm-hmm. with god like in what sense though because i like, i was thinking about it and i was like okay but i would need to i would need more context well, it's very interesting i wrote a book called god speaks your love language uh in which i did two things i went through the whole bible just looking for these love languages from god and and they're all over the bible old testament and new testament god speaks all fluently and I, I did that because people kept asking me, what's God's love language? <laughs> and I found out he speaks all of them fluently. But what I did discover is this, that often people are drawn to Christ when they sense his love in their love language. Uh, and, and there's biblical examples of that. Uh, Saul, for example, on the road to Damascus, he had a physical experience. He saw the light. His eyes were blinded. He fell to the ground. He heard the voice of God. <laughs> it was a physical aspect of that. He's blind for three days. Uh, and for some people, God does speak in a physical way. You know, they'll say, I was sitting there, and, 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 and my body started shaking, and I started crying, and I just felt God was on my body, and that draws them to Christ. And for others, they didn't have that kind of experience at all. You know, a quality time person will probably come to Christ they start reading the Bible, they start reading Christian books, and one morning in a quiet place, they say, I believe, you know. Uh, and then after we become believers, I think we tend to express our love to God in our own love language. For example, if acts of service is my love language, then I, I'm the one that volunteers to work in the soup kitchen. You yeah, know? So, so, you know, you know this, in the video, right, um, Dr. Dr. Jabban basically says that, like, you know, he wrote a book and it's like, God speaks your love language. Right. Mm-hmm. And he was essentially saying that, like, you know, it, you know, one of the things he alluded to it anyway was that um, people, uh, if if they basically receive God in the language that they like. Right. Yeah, more like. Yeah. Right. So for me, I thought hmm, that's weird. And then I thought about myself and the fact that, um, you know, for me, I do feel closer to God when I guess I'm in church or, or like that quality yeah. time. And it's like not mm-hmm. just, you know. Probably not as much when I was a kid, but like as you grow older and you mature, like I find, I actually do find value spending that quality time. And then even yeah. the words of affirmation, you know, 
reading like different scriptures and like yeah. that like that like staying with you for a couple of days after a Sunday or you know whenever you yeah. read the chapter if you're reading um a scripture every day you know regardless of when it is like I also mm-hmm. find that that does like it just it keeps it in in my heart for lack of a better right. word but like right. you know what I'm no saying? it so makes sense yeah so that's how I sense. I felt like I connected especially so when he said that where like you connect <clears> to him <throat> with your love language I was like oh that's interesting yeah. so yeah what about for you is that in terms of yeah in terms of religion actually now that you say it I think about it and I'm like "Mm." so first of all I've been to church in like since I can't tell you when um (laughs) I don't yeah yeah no no you just been you just been watching you know it's on YouTube I understand (laughs) he's like you know it's YouTube um but in general I do agree so I remember like when I lived in Winnipeg and I went to Springs Church it was one of my favorite churches that I ever ever went to Mm. and it was because of the the pastor there i felt like i and it's funny because first of all i was born catholic mm. um but as i got older actually once i left home I, I completely lost touch with religion especially because it became this thing where i felt like i was going because my parents made me go Actually, to church every yeah. sunday right and i don't know if you've been to a catholic church or if you were I'm catholic so yeah okay I perfect this is perfect Catechism, I, I remember the whole, the, whole the whole i did yeah. the whole i did it all up until yeah. confirmation and i, I remember growing up Okay, so I'm ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> even, if, even if I'm in church in years, but yeah. I'm ahead of you. Talk your so, shit, talk your shit. Yeah, when it comes to that, I remember growing up and just, we used to go to 6 a.m. mass in Nigeria. And I just remember being, it was a, it felt Ooh. like a burden. Like, why are you waking me up at 6 to go to church? I'm not going to hear anything. I'm, I'm not going to retain anything. I'm just going because you told me to go, you know? Um, and so right. when I moved here and had, I had that kind of freedom, I kind of strayed from it. I went, I went a few times and I was like, this isn't for me. Like instantly I knew that it, it just wasn't, it wasn't really working. Right. Mm. Um, so I found a different church and I started to go there. Um, and the pastor, the way he spoke, I was, I really liked it because it felt like it affirmed how, it, however I felt. Right. Mm. It was mm. the same way I felt about worship. So even when, even when I stopped going to church, I remember I listened to worship a lot. I used to, I used to listen to worship a lot. Right. Mm. Um, and again, it's the affirmation. It's the words. It's what they're saying. It's it just, it, it was the best way to get to me in terms of that. And mm. because I didn't, I never really saw that in the Catholic church. It was impossible for me to connect. Like, right. I, honestly, I'm sitting here now and thinking back and I'm just like, I couldn't connect with anything. The only thing I feel like I really liked about the Catholic church was the peace it kind of brought. Um, Mm. It wasn't noisy. It was calm. I always used to say that if anything ever happened in the world, like if there was like a zombie apocalypse, (laughs) I would just want to be sitting in in the Catholic Catholic church. church. Yeah. Just there because it's quiet and it's just chill. Right. Right. Um, But yeah, I do think that it does factor in. Right. Um, I thought it was interesting when he talked about um, people going to soup kitchens and that made a lot of sense because I've never understood it. Like, Whenever my friends would ask me to come volunteer with them at soup kitchens and serve people, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not doing it. Right. Um, and I would feel guilty for it. I'd be like, um, does this make me a bad person mm. um, that I don't want to serve the, the poor or the needy? Right. right. Um, does it make does it mean that I think too highly of myself? Like I, I never I've never been that kind of person, but I'm just mm. like, what is it about this that doesn't sit right with me? Mm. And then I realized that it's just not my primary I would much rather, like, I would rather, I can give them a lot. Like I can give gifts. I can donate. I can, I can help set up the soup kitchen. I just, I'm not really, the quality time aspect is not really, it doesn't call me. So I I never really connected much to it. So I was like, it was nice. That actually affirmed me when I, when I heard him say it, I was like, oh, thank (laughs) God. This I'm not a (laughs) shitty person. I just, 
there's certain things not, that are just yeah. not yeah 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 i mean I've, I've actually never gotten around like there, there haven't been enough or the opportunities just never worked out in terms of going volunteering in soup kitchens but i remember there was a time i really did want to do something like that and i was trying to figure yeah. it out and i just i, I think like that's kind of how i found like tutoring i used to do tutoring for a little bit so i found okay. like a caribbean organization they're called uh tropicana actually um okay. it's called tropicana community center and like they basically used to do free tutoring for kids every mm -hmm. weekend so they came to my workplace and you know i saw that and i was like oh and i was literally i don't know it was weird i was looking for a way to serve like i'm not gonna lie and i yeah. don't know where it was coming from and then that came up and i was like yeah that's what i wanted to do because it was either that and i think one of my friends was volunteering at the soup kitchen so i was considering that but like you said i didn't it didn't like i don't know maybe it's like a act of service kind of thing so i knew i wanted to be of service i just <laughs> i don't know if that was the idea, how, yeah right and i just felt like that's not you know it's like yeah i'm giving you food today and that's it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like whereas if you're going to go tutor and you're doing that for free and you're waking up at you know eight or and they're learning eight, stuff. eight in the weekend like you're helping them build their life you know they're making yes. them less afraid of math or whatever mm -hmm. you know uh subject that you're teaching at that day and you're building a relationship mm -hmm. with the kids and like you know helping them you know feel valued you know what i mean and like you know go into school with a better mindset of a little bit more yeah. confident so i just felt like that was more productive for me um right you know and, and yeah so but I, that just kind of you know uh, kind of kicked into my head when you said mm -hmm. that so so that, that's interesting man that's 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 really interesting well i'm curious um yeah. we talk about god you know and uh dr gary chapman talks about how uh you know, God speaks your love language. He wrote a book. That's another one of the books he wrote, apparently. God speaks your yeah. love language. And mm -hmm. he was uh, essentially saying that um, somehow uh, our love language is, is reflected in our relationship with God. Now, I mm. think you are like a Christian, right? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah, you can't be making assumptions here, but like I mean, I don't <laughs> think so. You know, maybe we're getting agnostic. Maybe we don't know <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? But um, but I'm curious, like, what about that? And for you, in your experience, has that showed up in just in and religion, spirituality, what you know, whatever you know? I think you essentially subscribe to. I guess my question really is, do you kind of recognize that? Because I felt like I recognize it in my experience. Like, you know, for me, quality time ends up mm -hmm. making me feel closer to God when I, you know, I'm in church or sure. I just kind of like I'm in the presence, you know, I guess now, you know, pandemic, yeah. YouTube, <laughs> excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> um, and, you know, and then also like the words of affirmation in the sense of like, you know, reading the word and like, like that does like actually do something for me in a way that mm -hmm. I, now when I think about this, like, I'm like, hey, I can actually see that, right? Does, does, does that show up in any way for you? Yeah, so, so me and religion right now are having fights. Like and Fair I would say it as relationship relationship fights in the same right. way as you know you go through fights with your with anybody you are dating, right. and part of the reason is I'm at a juncture where I've always trusted religion point blank period to show up mm. for me and you know obviously to a bigger degree God, right. and He has in fairness, but mm. now you, you know the part of the relationship where you see the ugly side of your partner and you have to accept it. That okay. is that is where I'm at now with the what's the ugly thing. side though. Well, so um... so one of the things I'm starting to recognize is why it is easier for for example people who are religious to do terrible things why it is easier for people who are strongly religious to do things in the name of god oh. right and especially when they don't there's no they of empathy or compassion right part of the reasons why it is easy for people who are strongly religious to be very republican to be very mm. staunch in whatever belief they've had for ages right um you know even bigotry as well 
right. is also involved in it. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that makes me feel good about, you know, my belief in God and what have you, irrespective of that other side of it, right. is understanding that there's compassion, you know, quality time. You can be kind to people, even if they do not subscribe to your religion. Mm. Um, you know, you can give just because without expecting anything in return. So mm-hmm. all those signs also exist in the relationship that you have with religion and with right. God. But at the same time, I'm very worried, for example, when people like Mommy Gio, and obviously I'm not talking about Mrs. Adeboye, I'm not I'm not talking about her. Please, I need you to understand. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I, think, I think if you're on Twitter, you we know exactly you, who you're exactly you, you talking so about, for sure. Where things like that can happen. Right. Um, and people will believe it hook, line, and sinker. Um, right. I've been reading, I'm watching a lot of documentaries to pass pandemic. And obviously I discovered one of the um, massacres of people who killed themselves right. in the name of religion. Right. And so Was all those things that, yeah. Which one was, I, was, I, think, I think another one you talk about. Exactly. Yeah. So all those things I'd usually ignore because initially in my own work with spirituality and what have you, I would just be like, nah, they probably misread, misunderstood. I'm like, yes, right. they probably did. But there's also something in there that allows for these kinds of things to happen. And of course, this is the same of anybody. Nobody's perfect. I'm not saying God isn't perfect. I'm talking about the relationship with him because there is a reason why a number of Christians who were white can justify racism, can justify Mm. slavery, can justify being confederates. And as you've talked about, you know, again, this is going off topic slightly. The most recent convoy scenario has a number of people who probably are Christian. Right. And in the way it goes, again, it's not a knock on religion because that's not the point. The freedom conversation in the way it originates mm. that allows for these kinds of things to happen right. has some pieces in religion. And that's what the way I'm like, okay, right. I love you, right. but you are messed up, kind of. Right. So talk I mean, to me, how do we solve this going together? Yeah, that's kind of I mean, that, 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 that's very fair. I think for me personally, like, you know, I, I would think about it from more my personal relationship with, because like I'm Catholic, right? Yep. So it's just like, man, Catholic, church as a whole mm. you know has a interesting history so 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 for me like i had to separate it from that and just separate mm. it as like you know what's my relationship what do right. i value what are the positive things that i can you know and i don't i know also you know I, I think the big issue you're talking about there right i think that connects to everything that you're talking about is dogma right mm-hmm. and so funny because Dr. Chabon himself was saying I'm not really dogmatic like with my own principles like I'm hoping right. to other ideas and concepts and things like that and I thought that was very telling right because mm-hmm. like a lot of people who use you know for in Nigeria for example a lot of people are poor a lot of people are looking for hope and mm-hmm. that's what Christianity religion essentially gives you it gives you hope and it tells yeah. you all the beautiful stories about hope and then that's yeah. basically how you get hooked and then people who <laughs> have power you know, who use the power that, that yeah. are going from, you know, because like a lot of times it's not really about Christianity. It's more about, you know, following a leader in the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you mm-hmm. notice, like, it's like the personal brands of the two of the biggest pastors in Nigeria is really what it's about as opposed to anything else. And so people even look at it like if you don't follow this, your RCCG versus this other one, then, you know, they don't even regard you. Some people, there are some people that don't regard you as only a correct Christian. Christian. You know, yeah. so what I'm saying? So exactly. to me, it's like, it, it, it becomes so dogmatic that people use that dogma to justify whatever their leader decides is worth justifying, you know? And I exactly. think that's what we see, you know, in religion in general. I wouldn't even say just um, Christianity. I think, we, you know, I, I would say across the board, you know, mm-hmm. so it, it ends up becoming two types of people. One version where 
they they're religious and they you know they have a they have faith and they have a belief in whatever you know you know their religion is and they use that as a way to kind of define and understand their life and mm-hmm. and it doesn't skew how they open up and receive other people right it's just like the, the bible has things about you know gentiles but it also yeah. has things about you know loving everybody and everybody is, is, it's like you you yeah. essentially end up having to pick one based on whatever values you subscribe to but to your yeah. point i mean i think i think you know i i think in general um yeah you know religion is an absolute mixed bag and honestly i don't even <laughs> i don't even get into it like i literally just leave them where they are and figure it out for myself yeah. and some people so you know that's why i always say i'm not a perfect christian because i'm sure there's somebody who thinks yeah. you know i said this word i swore and now yep. you know there, there's always something you know what i mean because yeah. so, you know some people subscribe to perfection which you know it's yeah. not realistic so, so that's exactly the point so with all that happening my right. experience of it now in terms of religion really and if you just you know look at it is more about that quality time of just like learning more about it mm. Mm. That, that's kind of where i'm at where i'm like okay brush day come come let's sit down let's talk let's talk <laughs> let's talk so <laughs> you allowed one this. two three half on what's going right. on you know what i mean so it's quality time right because i'll read it and i'm like i'm not like you know what I'm saying? Like, like recently, so I'll give you a classic example. Recently, and this is so troubling. I read, I was watching a Family Guy episode where, you know, <laughs> Peter Griffin talks about how um, God allows so many babies to die for no reason. And I'm like, damn. Because obviously, again, I'm a Christian. You mean, I'm like, what do you mean? How dare you? And, I, and obviously, they list out all these chapters. I'm like, I mean, and then I'm like, I mean, but man, I mean. And I'm like, okay, bro, yeah. Jay, we'll, we'll talk about this another time. Let's, yep. you know. <laughs> Give me a hug right now because I can't believe you allowed this happen. You know what I mean? Right. So, so those kinds of things are happening. But again, the way it shows up in quality time, of course, is there. Mm-hmm. Um, the acts of service, because you know, Jesus died for me, and I see it in the way other people show up for others. Because right. even despite everything that's happening that we just talked about, and I know it's just kind of dark, right. all that that still happens, people still show up for each other, right? Like mm-hmm. if you go to a church, people still build a community around you and they still want to serve mm-hmm. you and things like that. Mm-hmm. So all those things, and if I go join a church, and whenever I join churches, I'm always one of those who that's going to serve and overserve to the point where I'm like, okay, maybe I'm doing too much. <laughs> and so you have to now learn where your own boundaries are. Like, oh, could be relaxing, be calming mm-hmm. down. Um, so all those things have happened in my relationship with you know the guy upstairs, and as you can imagine, it continues to evolve as you learn more about this person, and this person learns more about you, and you know you discover yourselves a little more, right. and you're like, okay, this kind of relationship we want. See me right. on Tuesdays. I see you Wednesdays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Almost like a custody battle. Like, all right, I'm going to give you Sundays. How about Saturdays? All right, you right know exactly. So, like Sunday and every other evening or something like exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> I give you some evenings here and I give you a call maybe Tuesday morning, Wednesday, Thursday, and then we'll move on. So that's kind of where it's at now. Yeah. Nah, I, I hear that, man. I hear that. I, I thought, you know, I just thought, I thought it would be an interesting anecdote. You know, I know you're a Christian. Um, You know, so did, did, yeah, you know, you no, let, let me put this there. as a God-fearing Christian, um, would you agree that your love language can be reflected in your relationship with God? Does that come in any way? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, we're not going to acknowledge physical touch here mm-hmm. unless it happened in a dream. Or but, an angel could, like, sweep past you. As a dream, right? Little, yeah. Like... Yeah. I would be... Ideally, that would be a dream. That'd be scary, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ideally, that would be a dream. He said, "Ideally, um, <laughs> that would be a dream." <laughs> I mean, like, look, man, we we like we're both Catholic here, so you know, like, let's just <laughs> let's just shimmy shimmy away from that. Um, but yeah, like, do you do That's you so do, <laughs> do you? So for me, I found that like I, you know, 
quality time actually does kick in for me in terms of like mm-hmm. um i feel much closer to god when you mm-hmm. know i go to church and things like that like i really genuinely feel that mm-hmm. um um and obviously i think you know i guess maybe it shows up in words of affirmation as well in sense of like reading bible readings mm-hmm. and like taking away so like for me it actually hits a lot harder like i feel much mm-hmm. more closer to god when that happens you know what i mean yeah. and yeah. You know, i'm not i'm not i'm not the best christian you know but um but 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 we out here we're better right we're better we're growing we, we get faith. better every day yeah, yeah exactly so 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 that, that's kind of what i was thinking about and and, and he talked about it right because he said mm-hmm. the, the the author actually said like it kind of actually shows up in in how you like like to connect with god mm-hmm. so th- mm-hmm. does that show up for you in any way at all or that was kind of like a reach um no i don't think it was a reach um i the thing is i had never thought about love languages and my relationship with god Mm. in the same sentence so it was very insightful watching that video and i was like huh that's a that's a good point um so in thinking about it for myself i think one of the things that i feel like you know in my relationship with god is words of affirmation i think that whenever i'm praying or i'm just in a situation where i'm so confused um, like I'm a very spiritual person, you know, this is I, and he knows the type right. of conversations that we try to make him have sometimes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if you're not sure, go listen to a word with the wise podcast. Right. You will and get a little a, bit of an inkling. It's not even the full, full scope. Right. But, it's well, not like I'm idea. keeping it. Right. Exactly. Right, right, right. Um, but words of affirmation are a huge one. I see angel numbers. I don't know if people are familiar with those, but for example, I'll give you a quick story, but there was a time where I was really looking for a new job, right? I had been applying and I was, I was just being intentional as well, right? So looking for a new job that was going to pay me more, that was going to be more sophisticated, all that jazz. Right. So I had been applying and I just, I kept feeling like I was reaching dead end after dead end after dead end. So I kept seeing the number 926 all the time, all of a sudden from nowhere. And I'm like, well, that's my like birthday, right? September 26th. I was like, maybe that's why I'm seeing it. But then I would see 926 like on different clocks, like all like all over the place. I just kept seeing it in the morning, 926 a.m., 926 p.m. So I looked it up. I was like, okay, what? Because, you know numbers have vibration um they have spiritual meaning so like what's the significance of 926 and in a nutshell 926 um signifies um financial gain and stepping into money right so i was like oh wow. i'm i'm about to get my job soon um so that's just an example of like words of affirmation that i get from god higher power universe um so th- so you got the job <laughs> yeah i got the job oh, so i got a job sick. literally like a month and a half later. Um, I think that number was just showing me that it's right around the corner. Right. And I would also have dreams like about it. Like, okay, you're going to get a job soon. You're going to get an offer or something like that. So, wow. you know, they still talk to me that way as well. Um, another quick story that you didn't ask for. But <laughs> when I was like thinking about starting the podcast and just like doing things that were more aligned with my soul, right. I kept seeing 111 and 1111. And basically the... The vibration of those numbers, thats it's really calling you to step into your soul purpose. So anyways. Interesting. So words of affirmation wow. from God, 100%. And then also um, quality time. And I feel like the quality time really is not really, like, it's not receiving it from God. It's just feeling in my soul that I need to dedicate more time to God. I keep mm. saying, like, I wish I could just go away right. for a month 
turn off my phone, turn off like my computer, like not talk to anybody, but let people that right. I love that right. I that I'm alive, right. and just kind of like dedicate myself to God and just be in peace so right. I can hear Him. Um. So yes, words of affirmation, quality time, and I would say gift giving sometimes. Okay. God surprises me with certain things, like around my birthday or significant dates. So wow. yes, wow. that is. <laughs> How do you even like make that connection? Because one, like you know, mm-hmm. me, I, yeah, I feel like I'm a math guy. You know, like you know, I like numbers and whatnot. But right, I don't be seeing these numbers in the same way. You know, so I always find it really interesting that mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe that's just not the way I guess he you know communicates with me. Yeah, or, yeah. or she or she communicates with me. Right, um, they. I don't they, even think God yeah. has a sex. Right. Yeah, that's true. We shouldn't like they shouldn't actually really have a sex. So you know that they communicate with me and um. You know, so so that's that's really interesting. Like you're able to like mm-hmm. make those connections. I mean, you're even able like I will just the good thing will happen near my birthday, and that's great. It just mm-hmm. happen. Like I won't yeah. make the connection that like, oh maybe like you know, that's what I'm saying. So it's mm-hmm. interesting like how people are able to like make those connections, and I think that's super interesting. Like if I if I definitely come across any numbers that seem to repeat, I'll, I'll check whatever is this numerology or something like that. What is that? Yeah. So I mean. I think it's part of numerology, but numerology, I think, is more of like kind of like astrology, like your birth date and everything. And like they can do your whole chart on what numbers resonate with your life and your life path. Um, But these are more like angel numbers. I'm not an expert, but just from the research that I've done. Numerology and angel numbers, fam. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is angel numbers but numerology is basically like the spiritual study of numbers um yeah okay okay that's 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 interesting to your point osai like some people especially with the birthday thing Mm -hmm. um i'm sure people some people might be listening to this and be like okay that's you're stretching it like it's like that might not be god you know what i mean so i mean people are entitled to those opinions i might be jumping to conclusions for some people but for me personally right I just I know the relationship I have. I know how yeah. I talk to God. So right. it was. It just well, makes... it's also it's also a big thing mm-hmm. if you're seeing the number multiple times, right? Like that's that's yeah. A oh yeah. Because like, that's what is jarring, right? Because you don't know. You just saw a number, crying, okay, whatever, and then you see right. the killing. You're like, wait. Then I yeah. And then you make yeah. the, you know. So it's a multiple thing, and like you know, there's some people who who connect or who are basically being connected with that way. I think this also affirms them, right? Like, it lets them know, like, yeah. Hey, maybe maybe like if that happens, like maybe you should pay attention to you know, you know, your spirit, I guess, or what's going on with you. You know, mm-hmm. you should pay deeper attention to what's going within within your within your soul, I guess. Um so yeah, I think I think that's very fair. And like again, like we nobody really has all the answers, you know. So like you know, I know everybody likes to, you know, has their belief. You're like you're still a Christian and you still believe in these things. And like they still probably tie in. And mm-hmm. I think it's also also always like kind of beautiful how you know your religion kind of doesn't, you know, sometimes people use religion as a way to like block everything else out. Yeah. And then some people, you know, um, use religion to pull everything in. Mm. And, you know, I definitely am for that. You know what I mean? Because, like, right. they're, they're just, you know, so, so yeah, it's not weird at all. And, you know, and somebody can probably take away something real from this. You know, and, and, yeah, yeah so, so I appreciate you sharing that. Thank you for asking. Yeah. And that's the episode, yo. A wide range of perspectives on this topic, but somehow each of my guests have a preferred medium of connecting to God or that higher power. 
So I guess that's pretty natural for all of us. So does God speak your love language? After this conversation, I think he obviously does, but the real question is about faith and whether we believe the love is there in the first place. I don't think my thoughts on this matter as much as, you know, how you feel and where you stand on this, you know, regardless of your religion or whatever higher power you believe in, I think is a worthy exercise for us to be able to reflect on that. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can tell me all about your approach by writing to me at two takes and a pod at gmail.com. It's probably easier to follow me at two takes and a pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, I'm out there. You can leave me a DM or just jump straight in the comments. I'm looking forward to hearing your take, especially on the five love languages or love in general. You know, I think we all want to know and learn more about love, right? Please a little bit. Don't forget to support this show so you keep getting quality conversations like this. Give me five stars across the board and leave a like on your streaming platform of choice. And of course, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been Two Takes in a Pod. And thank you so much for listening. Peace. Queen.